Hello, you're listening to the Sunnyside Podcast Show. I'm Ron. I'm PJ. I'm Scott. Cue the music. Keep on Sunnyside, always on Sunnyside. Keep on Sunnyside alive. It will help us every day. It'll guide us on the way. Keep on Sunnyside alive. I really feel like, I mean... uh... Like we're, uh, you know, I think last time I said we're all getting a bit fuzzier at this, but it really feels like we're starting. We're starting to it, now. We're like we're like the photos in in Marty McFly's uh, photograph and going back to the future. We're all kind of really only half here and fading in and out and stuff. It's a bit, it's yeah. a bit weird. Yeah, we're all, um, all a bit it's, punchy. Uh, it's, it's definitely I, hard to be to be present and also give a shit. <laughs> I heard that's your family motto. <laughs> I mean, look, people will notice, go back before all of this and notice that my joie de vivre has significantly waned. Well, I as mean... As these months have, have, have I, you know, dragged it's, hard, on. it's like walking through a desert and going, you know what? Do you remember when there was a high tide here? It's like no one's going to remember. It was never, it was so long ago. But the evidence is there. Yeah, yeah the fossil <laughs> evidence. Yeah. <laughs> it happened and people should know about it. <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy. Hey, I got a new iPad Pro. <laughs> I told you you'd buy one. <laughs> well, I was surprised I made the money to pay for it in commissions in one week. That was kind of amazing. I'm I know, so but much you got an online paid off so well for you. <laughs> the only, but the only reason you did that is because I think is because you wanted one and you just refused to use the money that the government gave you to buy one. Yeah, I don't, I don't think had you, it back to them. Yeah, well, you know, I don't. I don't think had you not. I, I think had you not got that money, you wouldn't have bought one. I I right. So here's here's the what happened. What happened was I on one day uh, somebody asked me about doing a uh, what do you call it doing um, some sketching online and I went yeah all right but only if I can get maybe some people to buy the sketches and they went yeah okay I'll I'll scare up and so that's what he did and I did about an hour's worth of that I thought hey that was good fun I made a couple of hundred quid on that and I thought oh a couple of hundred quid I mean if I do this I. I thought, no, actually, I had enough people. I said, do you know what? I might do this again tonight. And I did it that night and I made another couple of hundred quid. And then I went, I could do, if I do this on Sunday and I made another couple of hundred quid, and I thought, I, I, I've got, what am I going to do with all this money? And I thought, well, maybe if I do this enough, I'll be able to buy myself an iPad. You know, I figure if I do it, but I wasn't going to do it three times on a weekend. That was unusual. I was going to do it another weekend, another weekend. So it was going to take about six or seven weeks. If if I kept getting the income, but I also said anyone wants to commission me or uh, wants to buy some original artwork, and I got a couple of people going, yeah, I do, and that boosted the money. So suddenly I was because generally I'm not I'm not be looking for stuff like that. I'm not looking for money ju- for doing sketches, but it just so happened, and then it was like, yeah, I'm going to buy myself an iPad, and I bought the five twelve Meg one as well because I was because I had a crazy amount of money. It was like, boy, all right, boy, I'll have that. So I've given the the other one to Tom. He's super excited about it, but he's gone. He's gone back to bed with his smaller iPad Mini. And he says, "Why do you not want the big one?" He goes, "No, it smacks me on the head when I'm watching TV <laughs> in bed with it because <laughs> it's too heavy. It just whops him on the then uh, noggin." So uh, yeah, so I mean, um, quick review of my iPad. It's awesome. Uh, I like it's too. It's genuinely so. What we ordered, I ordered it from John Lewis because. 
I kind of was looking around to order it. And I know you, Ron, have got one ordered from Apple. Isn't that right? Yeah. And when was that ordered? Oh, like two weeks ago. What? As long as... Yeah. (laughs) Well, I looked at Apple's website. It was like the delivery was so far away. I went, oh, I'm not going to do that. So I thought I'll maybe get it from Amazon because I I did want to get the Apple Care. So I'm getting the Apple Care with it. But I kind of figured once I've got the iPad, it doesn't matter where I get the iPad from. If I get the Apple Care, Apple will take care of any problems anyway. It doesn't matter where it's bought from. Yeah. So I looked at Amazon to buy it and Amazon were basically saying out of stock. I went, no balls. And I said to my wife and she went, well, John Lewis probably has them. I went, John Lewis? Okay, well, let's have a look. John Lewis had them in stock. And, yeah, and John Lewis have, um, they have HomePods at the minute for a really mm-hmm. good price. They're oh, do down they? to one, yeah, they're down to one nine nine. Um, for HomePods, oh, I, they, I would they, say they I tried Curry's, I tried PC World as well, and they were like, I, you know, delivery was going to be so long, and I was like, mm, no. So, but the HomePods, I don't really want a HomePod though. My, I'm an Amazon. No, but it's, it's like it's just John Lewis. Every now and again, they'll throw out some like good deals on yeah. on on tech stuff. I think I think John Lewis is one of those places that they're the kind of customers they have don't generally buy computers, but when they do, they buy Apple gear. And they and yeah. they have to be able to go here. Yes, yes, sir. Here's the Apple gear you wanted because that's the kind of customers they have. They yeah. they don't need enough stock to sell with Apple kit because they're not selling it to punters. They're just selling it to the mega rich who go. Hmm. While I'm picking up these pears and berries and chairs and whatever, I don't know what John Lewis sells. I'll have an Apple, uh, please. I'll have a uh, yeah. And they're the type they're the type of people who will be in and think, oh yeah, maybe I'd quite like an iPad. And if it's not there, then. They'll then not they'll buy bother. One. They'll, yeah, they'll, they'll just, it'll go out of their it'll go out of their head, and they'll they'll it's think. An impulse buy. Yeah, it's it's, their, it's gone. Their customers are it's so gone. rich that Apple Gear is impulse purchases for them. So mm. I think John Lewis has to stock the stuff because of that. And but it does mean that if you're actually after one, you can go to John Lewis and order it. And I I think I ordered it on when did I say I ordered? It? Maybe Saturday was it? And then yeah yeah um it was Saturday night. So I wasn't expecting it Sunday, obviously. I and I think I got a delivery docket saying it was coming on Wednesday. I was like, no, oh, that's too far away. But a parcel arrived at the door, right? And it was a big parcel. And when I ordered it, I ordered the Apple Pencil as well, the iPad, and uh, a pair of running shoes for Annette. Well, not running shoes, but shoes for Annette and Skechers or something. And um, this box came. I went, ah, that's your shoes because they're quite light. I opened it up. I went, there you go. And quite prepared to throw the rest of the box away because it was so light. But it turns out the iPod is really, really light. I kind of forgotten how light the iPad is because my old one's always been in a case, but the new one's like it's like paper. There's no weight yeah, in the ball, nice. so uh, so I got it out. It was like, oh, this is exciting! My new iPad and opened it up. It was cool, cool. Um, I generally I do not transfer data. I don't know how you guys feel about that when you get a new piece of kit. Do you go right restore my backup from the cloud? Do you? Is that what well, you I, do? I haven't I haven't done the backup from the cloud thing, but I like the new thing that they do where you just put your two devices side by side, mm-hmm. and it just kind of. And then it goes, let me scan the other one. I don't know how it does it, like gremlin magic, magic or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so set the yeah, old one beside the new one and hit go, and then well, I, half I an hour that, later you then, come back and I'll, the, I'll... the new one looks exactly the same as the old one. I see. I don't do what I generally do is I'll do that for all my login details, but then I'll also not install any of the apps and I'll just reinstall the whatever I think is essential, nice and clean. And then because that means that by the end of the day, I've only got the stuff on it because you end up carrying so much crap around on the old system that you well, kind I, of I, I, I'm so, so many much icons more organized. on the desktop. I'm so much more organized with my iPad than I am on my phone. <laughs> I have 
pages on pages on pages of of just my phone's ridiculous. Yeah, on my phone. Whereas my iPad, I am like I have half a page. Yes, half of one page of of apps. A couple, like fair enough. One row of those is folders. Yeah, but it's half a page, and that's it. On my on my older iPad, I think I've got three pages because I let my son start using it and he started downloading apps like crazy. Where I think that's the problem. You can't let your kids use your phone and your kids end up chucking all sorts of crap <laughs> on there. They never use again. Uh, whereas <clears throat> on the, the iPad, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm putting my drawn apps on it and then Netflix and, you know, a few other uh, uh, video things to watch. And that was it. That was it. I did look at buying, I was thinking of getting the 250 gig one rather than the 512. Actually, no, that's a lie. I wasn't thinking of getting the 512 at all until I looked at how much money I'd got in. And then I went, ooh, daddy's getting an upgrade. (laughs) (laughs) But I kind of looked at the storage space I used and it was like, uh, I had about 20 gig free. And I went, ooh, on the the old one. So it was 255 gig. And it's about 20 gig free. And I thought, well, that is a bit tight, actually, because I, I didn't think I'd use anywhere near that. 50 gig if it was podcasts. Just podcasts that have been happily downloading in the background and unknown to me, just downloading episode after episode after episode. And eventually when you go into it, it goes, you, you haven't listened to any of these. Why, why am I doing this? Why am I even bothering? Lousy podcasts. The upshot is my old iPad didn't seem that slow to me. It didn't seem slow in any way, even drawn and, and painting. I use Procreate and Procreate's amazing for like one of the measurements of speed in a drawn application is how big you can use a brush to, to kind of wash over the entire area of the page. And I would typically use, my pages I would usually use are about 600 DPI A3 size. So they're bloody massive, big, big files. And if you're using a brush that in any way covers like say two inches across on on your thumb, like of the actual screen real estate. I, I'm I'm talking about a literal two inches in terms of DPI. It would probably be about um, six hundred pixels across. Um, you find that that's where it gets really laggy because it's mixing colors and doing a lot of stuff in memory. Uh, but Procreate, Procreate is really good at this stuff, and and you can use things that are practically half the width of an A4 page and just wash over it, and it just acts as if nothing's going on. You know, like it's yeah, that's fine. It's real paint, so you, of course you can do that. Um, so that's kind of how you measure speed in these these drawn apps. But I hadn't found it slow on the old iPad, but I think partly that was because I was automatically limiting myself to what seemed fast. Like as soon as I started using a laggy brush, I go, no, I'll just use the one below that. I'll I'll shrink the size of that and just work this way. But I find the new one is a wee bit nippier and all of this stuff. And that that, that wee bit means it makes a big difference when because you're drawing lines constantly, so it just feels a wee bit snappier. Um, so it's I mean it is obviously faster, but it's There's like much higher refresh rate as well for the in the. Uh... Well, the, 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 I had, I, the, the one I had was the 2017 one, which had the 120 hertz the refresh rate, I no, think. The, the, no, the refresh rate only came with the new square. No, no. the new square no, the, ones. The first refresh had the, had the 120 hertz. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So oh, the last okay. one did. But uh, there's also some screen, like the, the old one, my LEDs are starting to bleed light out, which makes me think I could actually send it back in and get a nice new one. But we'll, we'll see what happens there. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's really nice. I, I like it. And it's so much smaller. Like, I'm kind of surprised how much smaller it is. And just, I know the, I mean, I knew intellectually, you know, these things. But and I 
think part of it as well is my iPad, my old iPad had the case on it constantly. So in my head, it's physically even bigger again. Yeah, but and you got a put, ridiculous case. Yeah, I've got the your same case one was, coming. Your case was ludicrous. It was inelegant, I will give you that. It was, I mean... Was it a keyboard case? You, no, no, no. It was it was an all-encompassing case that had a kind of buffer around it, but it also had a little place for putting your pen, your pencil, oh, yeah, your Apple pencil. And so the new, I've got a new case coming that's almost identical, really, that has the same sort of place for put. Because, I mean, like the magnet thing that you have on it that allows you to kind of attach your pencil to it is great, but it also, it's a magnet, and I feel like I'm just going to constantly... So I already nearly slid off my knee three times. I'm like, I'm not, you know, I like things to be nice and secure. Because otherwise, because it's too expensive. Well, that's, for what got, that's what you got. The, that's what you got the Apple Care for. Well, that's what I haven't got the Apple Care yet, but I will be getting the Apple mm-hmm. Care. That pencil is really nice in your mouth. I will say that to you. It's very tasty. And its shoes. This is really weird. And its shoes were scented. Like she got running running shoes that were scented. So what, you sniffed her shoes as soon as they arrived. Well, no, Thomas did. Okay. <laughs> he sniffed. He was going. They they smelled of lavender or something. Um, but it's like that's weird, isn't it? Why would you want your shoes to smell? I mean, they're against, I mean, they're not going to last. That smell is not going to last for very long. Well, maybe it's but there like, as a sort of a barrier to the to the you know the the, the baked in the smell. Plastic smell. Yeah, it'll be yeah. the yeah. It's the petroleum smell you'll get because they smell. No, it's just like it's like whenever you petrol. it's like when the estate agent bakes cookies in the oven before having a a showing. I know the cookies aren't going to be there when I buy the house, but it still smells nice. I like, like to think I they mean, might it, be there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I mean, if cookies are the nice one, I mean, why not make them smell like cookies? I don't know. Oh, oh, speaking of really nice, tasty, smelly things, I had some more guilt tacos today. I call them guilt tacos because I know Paco, uh, Pablo is not uh, terribly keen on the the guy who does the van thing. The Pablo, uh, the, the ta- taco, taco things. I we should, sure, sure. Really nice. sure. Why don't we? Why don't, why don't we just out everybody's grievances yeah, let, let, on let, the let's internet? Put all those grievances on Front Street. <laughs> <laughs> On oh well on on what what do you call it? the local thing the local app that tells you about your local people that you've been banned from Ron is that the one you mean oh next yeah. next door yeah tell us about that Ron because my wife there. got how how can you get banned from next door how does that work <laughs> well I'll I'll tell you how you get banned from next door so you go on and you look for people complaining about uh, about everything and then you find <laughs> you you find a way to get under their skin. And then you just keep coming back at it day after day after day <laughs> until they There's complain. They complain that you're making their life unfair by pointing out their racism and misogyny and, and, and oh, the, wow, all, okay. all the things that they want to be able to do online. And because a lot There's of these people don't all- spend a lot of time online in general, on oh, yeah, proper they, they think this is okay. Mm. You know, <laughs> there's oh, so, a woman so on my in my local in local area who keeps taking pictures of dog shit and posting it. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm being like, look what I look what I find in the street, you who, dirty. Who bastes. is she naming and shaming in this though? I mean, who is? Who I don't know. The, dogs. I mean, yeah, I mean, look at this. I mean, it's one thing to take a photo of a car with a number plate on it, but it's like, oh, that's my dog shit. I recognize. Maybe, that. The, maybe like know, maybe the dog shamed. owners like. In the same way that people can now get to know the creases in their butthole, maybe dog owners can look at a can look at a log and go, "Ah, oh, oh, that was spirals shit, off that to the was, right." Yeah, oh my god, that we, was my we that him. was my Fido's. We were out for our registered family walk, and Tom goes, oh, "Daddy, look, look at this dog poo." I went, "What?" He says, "It's a perfect dog poo." It was. 
It was a perfect ice cream shaped dog poo. Just like it was just like an emoji. Jesus Christ! I mean, if there was ever any doubt about his his paternity, <laughs> it was the platonic ideal of dog shit. Is what what that was. <laughs> all all you needed was a pair of googly eyes to stick them up. <laughs> So, I mean, so are you missing your next door app then? Is that, well, the I've thing. never gone on I, it because I, I kind of I haven't, thought, mm. I haven't interacted with it in nearly three months. And then yesterday, mm-hmm. Susie, or the day before, maybe Susie said, um, oh, you want to see this argument that's going on in next door, which is like a red rag to a bull to me. So uh-huh. I, I fired up the app and it, it, I'd been logged out of it. And I was like, oh, I must have been logged out for some reason. So I tried to log in and I said, this account can't be used to log in. <laughs> I, thought, I thought to myself, that's a bit strange. I wonder what's happened there. And after multiple attempts to reset my password and that, that not being allowed to happen, um, I got Susie to search for me on there. And uh, mm-hmm. it's usually pretty easy to search for someone who lives in the same house and street as you. you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't exist anymore on Nextdoor. <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure what, what the deal is. I'm going to try and find is, who, who is the person who... who um, I would I would do a search for you in the area of Coventry because I think that's where you've been sent to. <laughs> I mean, all, all I do, I mean, like, the, you know, there was a guy I had an argument with. He was he was complaining about his neighbours who never mowed their lawn. And I pointed out that he, he complained about them before and he, he had mentioned that they were doctors. And I'm like, uh-huh. maybe they have something else to do. Maybe they're busy right now. Have you considered that? And he's like, yeah, but you know, it's the principle of the thing. And, blah, 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 blah. and the, these are the people that I have arguments with, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Hold on, do you want me to tell you? I'll tell you what's all, what's going on on my next door yeah, app yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Let's see what we've got going on here. Just in case people don't know, Nextdoor I, is I maybe- a hyper local uh, social network. So it, you can basically join it, and you see your neighborhood and neighboring neighborhoods. But basically, but see- that's all the activity you're going to see is in yeah, the, is it's in your it's general geo- area. It's- uh, but can you see um, people and where they live and stuff? Is that the way? No, you don't see addresses. But it, oh no, it, I mean, like, I, 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 put, you... I put my address up on there. I didn't give a shit. I was like, yeah, there's <laughs> if you can want do to that. Fight but me, you don't come and fight me. You don't have to. Uh, Belfast, okay, that top... feels like that feels like a very dangerous thing to do. <laughs> you post, post your address. Go. There's all these flags around me, and I don't like them. Get your flags down. And it's like, ooh, I think mate. if people search for me, they can see my street and not my house number, but. If you live on my street, I can see the names of other people on my street and what house number they live at. But that's mm-hmm. all I can see. I can't see people who live on other neighboring streets. On other streets, yeah. But it's it's yeah. it's, it's it's intended. It's good. To it's like, it's a good community. little. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so okay. top story: lost cat. <laughs> uh, okay. A twelve-year-old tortoiseshell cat ran off on her way to the vets. Once your phone number to log in. Um. Yeah, and it it'll use a geo. It does a geofencing thing for the first time to to kind of lock in your location and stuff to see where what next door I mean, lo- you, uh, you've group been you should to be my in. area. You've seen the kind of people. Do I yeah. want to really, you know? But it's a great insight into <laughs> um, them. I mean, I I, I don't know I, if I, I want an insight into them. To next door. I mean, I remember um, <clears throat> there was one time uh, there was a guy complaining about he was he lived in my old area of um, uh, Newton Park and he was complaining about. He was driving to work and saw a guy wearing a hoodie walking down the street. And uh, and what was he doing wearing a hoodie at like you know seven o'clock in the morning? Who was this guy? So then I posted a message saying I was walking down Newton Park at seven o'clock in the morning wearing my hoodie the other day, and some weird guy was following me. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the same guy was like, "Did you happen to see anybody else? Because there was someone I was following." <laughs> 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 
no, a lot of people looking for window cleaners. Ah, oh, we've got a window um, cleaner. He's good. He turned up there, uh, and he was like, "Oh." Because I'm sort of driving myself round the bend. I was going to say driving myself up the wall, but that's sort of his job. Um, he's driving himself round the bend, sitting in the house on my own, uh, and and he completely shaved all his head off as well. Um, yeah, Is anybody selling a lady's bike? Hmm. Maybe I can. Maybe we can swap them. Like I've got someone looking for a fence installation. Someone looking for bread flour. Do you know where I'd be able to get some strong white bread flour? Yeah, and Duns. He's coming down with bread Somebody- flour. Somebody is uh, trying to sell their house on here, giving you the opportunity on, to say, buy it direct say, from. Did you say somebody's looking for a man's bike? No, look, yeah, no, looking for a woman's bike. Oh, I've got somebody looking for a man's bike. Maybe we'd set them up on a romance. <laughs> yeah, this guy's trying to sell his house. Uh, he's been very complimentary about his house. Oh. Rubbish, this is the state of the back alley at Blackwood Street today. These nappies and all sorts lying out there, and a bag with bits <laughs> of fruit in it. <laughs> I mean, this, this is my issue. Like, I mean, pe- people seem to want to use next door instead of a way to foster a community. It's a way to complain about their community and way to mm. complain about their neighbours and complain about young people not being uh, as respectful as they were. Obviously, whenever they were younger, apparently, um, it, it, it's just a gripe machine. And I, mm. I took issue with a lot of that. And apparently, people didn't like me taking issue with their gripes. So I'm gone. You're gone, and you can't rejoin because presumably they'll have. Um, I mean, I have multiple email addresses. I can rejoin, but um, but maybe yeah, maybe they won't let my my name rejoin. Maybe I'm just completely black blacklisted. We went we went for a walk. So we went for a walk today down by the um, uh, Titanic quarter uh, down down where the big fish is, and down along the. Not normally we cross over and go out the other side around the docks, but we decided to walk down that bit down towards a boat. It's quite a nice walk. It was a beautiful day. We saw some black guillemots. I have never seen a black guillemot before. I don't think it's a kind of bird with okay. black wings. I'm not saying I'm running out of material, but this is as good as it's getting. Hold on, I've, <laughs> yes. got, I've got one here. Hi, neighbors. Just letting you know that there was no karaoke on Saturday night. I was singing. Well. I can't sing, apparently, for a lovely lady's birthday for an hour. It was to be a special surprise, as her and her husband are having an extremely sad time at present. I used one speaker and was out on the road. I seem to have annoyed a few people, and the police came. I- <laughs> and the police came, as you requested, but I was packed up and ready to leave. They were 100% happy with what we were doing, and if you hear racket again on a Saturday night, it's me in Clonduff bringing a bit of fun to my neighbours, all of whom have looked forward to it every week in these sad times. Try to be nice. I I don't know uh, if their neighbours are looking forward to that person br- rolling up with their speakers and doing a bit of karaoke. I don't know if that's a thing people are looking forward to. Can, can you? Do they have a number uh, you can book them? Because somebody, I, so you're doing I a great didn't thing for, book them for, for the neighbours You're doing a great wee thing for our estate, Mary. Don't let anybody get you down. <laughs> Seriously, someone called the police. They need to get a life. Mary sings the sash on called. Saturday night. Uh... Was, so yeah, that's next door. Uh, that's a fun little, fun little doohickey thing. Hey, uh, Snowpiercer started the TV show on on Netflix. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna, yes, I'm gonna wait until there's a couple in the bag in the bank though before oh, not, I start. I started no, watching it's new it. New episodes it. weekly. Oh, is it? Oh, I thought it. I yeah. thought it was all all on there. Um, I, no. I one of the complaints out now. I I saw Snowpiercer the film and I quite enjoyed it, but I've completely forgotten every single thing about it except it's on a big train and it's cold. That's all I remember. Um, 
Do you remember anything about it? Yeah, I, I watched it maybe yeah, I mean, it's, six, it's, six it's, months ago. It's a great film. I love it. Yeah, yeah it's a very good film. There's a couple, of, there's a couple of minor Chris details. Evans in it, isn't it? Chris Evans in it with a beard. It was one of his yes. other non-Captain America films that he did, which he only does non-Captain America films if he can have a beard in them. Then, except for that one Captain America where he had a beard, so I don't know if that was a mistake. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But anyway, the um, the Snowpiercer. Uh, the complaint I've seen is they've turned it into a detective show. They've, is essentially the main complaint. And I, and I mean, having watched, it, it, the... is is it? It's not supposed to be a rehash of the of the movie, is it? It's not. Isn't it's not a, a an episodic retelling of the movie. Or, I don't. I can't. I can't it's... remember the movie, so I can't remember the plot of the movie beyond Chris oh, Evans right, being okay. in it. They're fighting from the back of the train to the front of the train, and that's it, really. Yeah, there yeah. there is a hint of a. I mean, I suspect they probably the, went. We yeah, need like we need something more of a hook, and and they want to get they want to take control of the train because the haves control the train and the have nots do not. And that's essentially yeah. it, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not terribly complicated. I suspect the plot wouldn't last the crack in a TV series, really. No. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's. It's amusing because it's 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 a linear story and it's literally set in a linear environment. There's no, you know, there's no kind of sideways development you can really do. But yeah, it does seem to be a detective story. It's a kind of let's take the guy from the back of the of the bus and turn him into a detective for the front of the bus because we don't have no detectives up here. And all the rigmarole for remembering to get people on this big boat, car, bus, whatever it is, we forgot to bring any policemen with us except for for some reason a soccer player. And an ex-policewoman. That's the uh, that's two of the police that you meet and on his day one. Mm. So I mean, it looks all right. And Jennifer, what's her name? Jennifer Thingy from from Labyrinth is in it. Jennifer. Jennifer mm, yeah. Well, speaking um, of uh, of uh, rehashing TV shows, did you all see uh, Mythic Quest? Yes, I, I did. I watched I Mythic Quest. Boy, you had one job. One job. He asked for you. I yeah, was I know, there for you, I, Ron. I was there for you, Ron. I watched it. I can remember. No, I know. Yeah, I watched it. I enjoyed it. I've watched what it a couple, couple of times. Have you? I, it's, I love, it's got I a very uplifting. It. You're yeah. a sucker for stuff like that. I You're really a sucker am. for the uplifting message <laughs> in the end of the day. Well, um, I, I spent the first, I think, 10 minutes of watching it thinking, oh, this is going to be just another sort of, you know, Zoom meeting type TV show mm-hmm. that I'm, uh, a, lot, a lot of, um, you know, half hour sitcom type <clears> things have been churning them out. Oh, I haven't. Um, I haven't seen any. I've seen, I've seen the TV shows, and I've watched um, "Whose Line Is It Anyway," and that's largely it. But I haven't well, seen. Parks and Recreation did, a, did a, a reunion episode on there. I haven't seen uh, that. Community Good. did a, a table read type of thing. Yeah, but but they're very much like the format is very. You know, let's all just stare, stare at the camera. Yeah. And and, yeah. and I thought Mythic Quest did a fantastic job of actually taking the limitations of that format yeah. and making it work really, really well in a narrative. Um, you know, I I literally laughed, I cried, and I and I, I just watched it again. It was really, really good. Okay then, and that's half our show. Um, yeah, I I thought it was quite good. I I kind of there there's one bit in it where two characters meet, and I kind of thought, did they? How mm, was that? Does that her, break her in the husband played the? If you watch ah, it, see here. Right, right. It's, yeah. it's, it's really cleverly done, and they 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 lean into that with um, you know the character covers his face because she's coming to the door and yeah. then it's actually her husband standing out the whole acting the role ah, that's right. yeah. but yeah. it's it's, it's incre- incredibly well written for what could have been a throwaway bit of TV I mean it's written by uh, your man who writes uh, um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia as well, uh, isn't yeah, it? well he's, he's the lead role Rob McElhenney and then uh, yeah. Charlie Day also writes yeah, um, so well, I mean, they're, they're really 
writers they they really know how to work in in various formats and and how to use the limitations they've got i mean they're they're brilliant at that yeah like the best episodes of it's always sunny are the episodes when it's the four of them in a bar or the four mm. of them in a confined space. I find yeah. the episodes where they are often often side quests by themselves or in kind of groups of two or whatever are generally not. There's always some standouts, but generally are weaker than episodes where it's just them confined yeah. in a space. Well, they're um, also they also tend to play with the format. Now, I don't know if that's just them going. We're bored a bit. Let's let's because they did a, a black and white episode and they did a a kind of what was it? Charlie gets emojis or something where where the whole episode was strung through with emojis from and and not yeah, and then they detect the text episode when they were did yeah. nothing but text each other. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I, I think yeah. I think it's always something that they're they're definitely bored of the format and mm. they're just like let's let's just play with it because they know they're not getting cancelled anytime soon. <laughs> and and it's, it's a way for them to just play with comedy format ideas, you know. So it's 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 the same thing kind of plays out. I think in Mythic Quest in that one episode anyway. I mean, the rest of the series is kind of um, well, I don't want to say standard fare, but it's it's a it's a very familiar sort of conceit. Yeah. But oh that, no, but they're, that, they're the best episode of Mythic Quest is the one where they <laughs> knock that all on its head and they yeah. and they kind of do a completely stand and an amazing episode that's just basically a, a rom com. Kind yeah, of it's a thing, short film it? drama type thing, or yeah, a prequel yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I might um, go back and watch again, actually, because it's dead good. Well, I watched something that maybe Ron might have watched. PJ, you definitely won't have watched it. Um, which is the Last Dance, which oh, is I'm an half, ESPN. I'm through it. Well, now hang on a second for one wee second there. It's PJ not didn't strictly. Watch it, but his wife did. Oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> now, it's not strictly. I, I saw when my wife goes. Uh, this is really good. I go, what are you watching? It's just the last dance. I went, what's that about? It's NBA basketball players. It's the team from 1980. I'm going, what are you talking about? Why would you watch that? That is so not like a thing you would watch. Going to, I think it's Nathan was prompted Annette to watch it because she, he'd heard or read something about it. And he went, it's supposed to be brilliant. And then Annette and Nathan watched one episode together and she was like, oh, this is really good. And yeah, so that, it's very, and very good. So it's about... It's. I mean, it's about a lot of things. It, what they pitch it as is it's Michael Jordan's last season with the Chicago oh. Bulls during the 97-98 season, I think. Mm-hmm. Or was it 98-99? 97-98, I think. Um, but it is actually a bit more in-depth into his and a couple of the other players' um, early lives and their first seasons together as well. It goes quite in-depth um, into all of those things. Um and it's brilliant. It's really, it's really slick. It's really well put together. Um, uh, although I think most of the contributors at this stage have come out and said that they're not happy with how they were portrayed in the documentary. Yeah, Ooh, that's the, always a good sign. The, the only person who's, who's pretty happy with it all is Michael Jordan, but then he produced. Yeah, it. I mean, <laughs> Michael Jordan. There seems to be an awful lot of writing around. Um, I mean, Jordan apparently is a bit of an asshole to kind of be. To spend a lot of time yeah. around, and that that story. I think is it, I think that what I got from it is that he's he's an asshole if you are supposed to be uh, attaining the same goal as him. He seems uh. like a very nice man in, in in every other respect, but if you're playing on his team, you are playing to win, and is if you are not, is he some of those people? One of those people that goes, look, I know I'm only an asshole. It's not that I'm an asshole. It's just I want like I want perfection. 
which uh, I just want the best. I want everyone to do their best when we're all in this together. But I, I, but that's why I'm an asshole because you're not. You know, I just want the best of everything. Which well, it's, it's also one of those things that comes with know, knowing you are at that time the best player in the league. Uh, you know, yeah. By any measurable statistic, yeah, there's nobody yeah. better. And by the and by the end of it, the probably the best player who's ever lived. Yeah, well, LeBron um, fans, fans might have arguments I mean, with have that. He, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure no, but I mean, I mean by the I mean, by the by the end of his reign, by the end of his reign. Speaking of assholes who are really horrible to everyone around him, did you watch Peter Sellers' documentary on on the iPlayer, BBC iPlayer? No, I did not. But I, I will rush off and watch that shortly because I do love Peter Sellers. Yeah, he is an asshole. Oh he yeah, is a definitely deeply unpleasant man. Um, not nice at all. And then as a, as a twofer, if you're going to watch that, there's equally a, do- a documentary on BBC Two about Peter, or, uh, Tony Slattery. Did you see that? The, whatever who, happened sorry? to Peter? Uh, whose line is it anyway? Tony, oh, Tony Slattery? Slattery? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who disappeared. Yeah, I, 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 I know who the first guy is. I've never heard of the second guy. I see so, you're too young. In and the, and so, I only vaguely know who Peter Sellers is. Oh my God. The Pink he Panther. Was a, he, was, he was in a Bond movie, was he? And no. Zellers, yes. He was in Casino Royale. Yeah, he was in Casino Royale, yeah. No, it doesn't count as a Bond movie, but, it, you know, for a pub quiz question, it usually does. Um, yeah, no, he was in that. He was the Pink Panther. Oh, he's and, the Pink Panther. I know the Pink yeah, Panther. The detective, Inspector Clouseau. Inspector Clouseau. Uh, yeah. And he was in The Goon Show with Spike Milligan, and he was also in... Um, uh, what do you call it? The Kubrick Doc, film the about Doctor Strange Love. He That's played like three roles in that. And uh, oh, okay. And he also played right, Lolita. And so, so the, other guy, the other guy so was just whose line is it anyway? You, have you ever seen whose line is it anyway? Do, do yeah. you remember? Right. So when whose line is it anyway started in the eighties in in the UK, Tony Slattery was one of the main people, and he was part of the Footlights group, the Emma Thompson and um, the uh, Fry and Laurie, and all of that lot. He was part of that group. And generally accepted to be like he was the charming, handsome one. He was the he was a very good looking man, and uh, he would do whose line is it anyway. And he had a career potential career trajectory that should have taken him to movies and all sorts of things, but it didn't. Alcoholism, cocaine addiction. He disappeared for twenty years, and uh, you know, I mean, not just that. That those were manifestations of much, much deeper troubles that that. We're sort of kind of explored in this thing, and by all accounts, he looks like a really lovely guy, but but one just haunted by these terrible demons. But it's just because he was really funny and charming. Like I remember watching him on Whose Line Is It Anyway, kind of like oh, he's the guy you'd want to be, you know, he's the guy you'd want to hang out with. Yeah, but in retrospect, you can tell he's on like half a bag of cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did it did yeah. it start here or did it start in America? It's an American show, and then they did it's it's an American show that came over here. I think Channel um, Four bought it over as in the early days of Channel Four when they were trying. Yeah, because it was what he. Called, I remember it was Clive Anderson was the the, the, the host. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah host, I can re- I can remember that. Greg uh, Proops and Mike McShane and yeah, uh, and I mean, still, still and going Lawrence. on the states that show and and with yeah, some Aisha Tyler is the Aisha Tyler is the. The, the yeah, host now, yeah. but it's the, um, yeah, it is still mostly the same people. Um, so I mean, it's kind of fascinating to watch. To watch, I think. No, when I saw you... your tweet about it, I was just, I just thought because uh, I didn't know who he was. I, I thought, oh, PJ's watching Iron Man three, and he's not. I don't think he's got it. I don't think he's really getting it. <laughs> it's it's fascinating to watch because I think it it reminds me a lot of my brother. 
who who would have been very in that at that age would have been the handsome one you'd have hung around with and the funny one and 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 then kind of alcohol and you know twenty years later you kind of going wow all the wasted potential and and you know I mean I'm sure he doesn't feel like he's wasted potential but uh, you know you, you do kind of wonder what trajectory somebody's life could have taken it is like watching a sliding you know sliding doors what if the famous person didn't become famous. You know, it's 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 like that. What if Hugh Laurie didn't become Hugh Laurie, but instead became just some sad bloke who ended up living in his house? And it's kind of, it's like that. But I mean, the, the interesting thing is that Sellers and uh, Tony Slattery, both improvisational geniuses, both very, very funny men. Slattery, really genuinely nice. No one has a bad thing to say for him at all. Um, you know, his demons and alcoholism and stuff and, and drug addiction really did for him. Really, really did for him. I think a lot and, of it was wrestling with his sexuality as well, wasn't it? Where he was... I, 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 I mean, maybe, but it doesn't... I mean, he, he lives with a guy who's been with for about 20, year, 20 or 30 years. Yeah, so ne- nearly it, the whole it, time it's he's been gone. Like, yeah, Yeah. so I mean, I mean, it actually feels like that's not that's not never really was an issue. It may I well think it have was been that, before he became famous, yeah. and you know when he yeah. became famous, I don't think he felt like he could come out at the time. Well, he was. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's a rele- revelation in the show about you know being molested by a priest when he was about eight years old or something, which is really kind of and and it comes out in an interview that he's doing with with uh, a psychologist. And it comes out so unexpectedly and also at the same time so you know like well, i'm sure this has nothing to do with what happened to me but and it's like whoa shit dude no that yeah. that's well that feels deep and then he goes and then there's another incident and you're going well this other incident sounds also terrible and he's and and he's kind of going well i'm sure it's got nothing to do with anything but he at the same time stammers as he's saying it so you can tell it's like really deeply rooted in a psychology and i think that is all played you know, I suspect cocaine and all of that stuff. And, you know, like, um, like, what do you call him? Uh, 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 what's his name? Robin Williams. You know, the cocaine kind of took him to a certain place that he could do improv. And then he felt like that's where he needed to be all the time to do that kind of mm. comedy, maybe. So anyway, that's put me off doing an improv show. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Are you worried that I you're such a tortured genius that you'll turn to booze and drugs? Do you know what? I'm I am sure the allure for priests has gone for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh lordy lordy. Well look, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it short because I've got to get my son in bed here. Um I, I pick a leak my you, iPad. You, you could have picked a better line for you to say that after. I mean like, <laughs> Well, I mean, you read into that what you want. Um, anyway, yeah, um, I, iPad Pro, it's it's awesome so far. Um, I, I definitely, though, I mean, if I didn't have a big lot of spending cash at the moment, I'd have looked at it and gone, Do you know what, I'm not going to bother because, you know, there's some little weird hardware issues with the old iPad that uh, niggle me. And if I didn't have the spare cash to upgrade, I would probably just let them niggle me mm. with for a long, long time. But not having them now, or apparently not having them on the on the new one, has made it really so much nicer to use. But anyway, it's going to annoy Thomas now. That's the only thing. Um, so that's my pick of the week. Scott, okay. have you got one? Last Dance and Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing <laughs> okay. is Animal Crossing is just fun, fun, oh, right fun, then. fun. Okay, okay. Uh, my pick is a, a YouTube channel called uh, Two Minutes to Late Night, which mm-hmm. I'm not sure if either of you will be interested in. But it's basically a a late night TV show. Um, for metalers, uh, <laughs> that's a super. Uh, I mean, that's what I love about YouTube. Is at its best, it can give you super specific things 
It's like, you you like late night TV? You like heavy metal? We've got the show for you. Yeah, so it's basically the, the guy, the host is a comedian who uh, dresses up in sort of white face and a uh, and sort of black eyeliner and calls himself Guarsenial Hall. And they have, they have uh, uh, people from like, you know, well-known sort of doom and uh, stoner bands and uh, hardcore bands. And they, they they guest on the show and they usually get together and play covers throughout the show. Mm. And then they have comedic bits. And it's really funny and it's really well. I mean, like the band can really, really play. Um, and uh, they've been doing stuff in quarantine where they they do the whole sort of split screen performance mm. thing together. And uh yeah, so if if you like metal and you like comedy, I'd say check that out. I, I, just as a side note to that, if you and I haven't watched any of it, so I don't know if it's good or not. But it seems that he seems to have really great guests on. If you enjoy Animal Crossing and late night talk shows, Gary Witte is doing a Animal Crossing. Animal late Animal night Talking. Show. Animal Talking. That's yeah. the one. So he he watched, built. A, he's got some good guests in it. Yeah, he built a studio in his ba- in Animal Crossing. He built a studio in his basement, and his mm-hmm. guests avatars in animal crossing come to his house and sit on the sofa and then they skype chat um and he has a band leader and like like everything that a that a late night talk show host has um and he had danny trejo on is uh the writer of rogue one and and a bunch of other yeah um so there's there's one episode that he had elijah wood and danny trejo (laughs) on like and the fact that danny trejo plays animal crossing is <laughs> yeah insane to me. There's a documentary uh, yeah, with Danny Trejo coming soon, so that, that's oh um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Danny Trejo. All right, guys. I'll see you all later. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. There's a dog.